And welcome to episode 89 of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe, and as always, I'm joined by Whip. Say hello. Hello. I am also joined by Drummer Man. Say hello. Why is this a thing? Hello. Hello. I don't know, I got bored. How are you lovely gentlemen this evening? Uh, I'm, I'm okay, although I imagine our listeners aren't after hearing that. So. I'm, I'm sure their pets aren't, because the, they're probably just like, ah, ah. Dogs are crawling the walls right yeah, now. Yeah, they're not very pleased. <laughs> I'd quite like to see the YouTube, you know, the immediate like listeners drop off. <laughs> I like, nope, just not this episode. Just nope. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Sorry, everybody. Um, but you you okay there, Matt? Yeah, I, uh, considering. Consi- considering. Considering that I'm... Here, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and snipe. How are you? I'm fine. You're fine. I'm fine. You're fine. Yeah. Okay, good. I got, I got my kitty, kitty cup. I'm happy. Noise. You, 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 literally, we've been doing this for like a minute, and you reference something that has no context and requires a visual input for people to understand. I have a plastic reusable cup that has a cat face on it, and I like it. Okay, good. But, wow, that yeah, that ruined everything. Sorry, Wib. Well, you had to explain what it was, so yeah, it kind of did. No, I, anyway, we have a bit of general news. Our Halloween video is out and live now. It is, yes. That was so much fun. It was. <laughs> um, yes, we did the 1931 Universal, yes, Universal Frankenstein movie. And I don't know, I I quite like doing these little Halloween videos. I just like the excuse to kind of look, like, to watch and analyse, like, really old classic movies. It's really cool, because a lot of people probably haven't seen them. Hmm. Because it's just not something that really comes up that often. You know, you kind of do have to go a little bit out your way to watch them. Yeah, you have to go out your way to watch, like, some of these older movies. You have to want to, because you're not just going to run into them on TV. Yeah. these days, anyway. It's really nice to have an excuse. Yeah, absolutely. And, And, you know, just... As much as, um, you know, I like talking about it, obviously, but uh, it is nice sometimes to just not make a video about Warhammer, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, especially because Codex Compliant takes up about 100% more, like, well, 100 times more work. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not the, that these videos are easy to make either, but they are significantly easier comparatively. Comparatively, they are so much more pleasant and quick to put together. It, yeah, they're a lot more fun. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm just stressful. I'd, I'd no doubt get sick of them if I was doing them all the time. Oh, for sure. But you know, that's that's the nature of the thing. Anything that's different is a nice break. Yeah. Uh, from from the thing before you go back into it, um, especially because uh, I mean, the the next the next Codex compliant is going to be something that I, I've been looking forward to doing. So that's going to be yeah. a fun one. I'm not going to say anything about it, although you're welcome to try and guess. Zotes. Thoughts in the comments. Yeah, <laughs> that's this is engagement. Uh, this 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 keeps uh, keeps the channel growing. Always lampshade what you're doing. Yeah, because yeah, then it doesn't come across as cynical. Yeah, <laughs> I, just <laughs> wanna, no. I just want to say dislike this video if you think it's going to be 40k related. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, as, so as far as the algorithm is concerned, yeah, likes and dislikes are the same thing. Still works. Yeah, which is why they're kind of fucking useless. <laughs> Every time we mention something that makes you dislike a video, remember you're actually helping us. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Um, Free Hong Kong. 
Um, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun to do, and we, you know, we we dressed up, and I actually did your makeup as well. Yes, I was wearing like makeup to give myself like deep set eyes. Yeah, to like and, like increase like, the uh, eye bags and make you look more gaunt and yeah. stuff. And... Uh, I was wearing uh, nail varnish as well. Yeah, we um, both which... wearing the same nail varnish. Yeah, which a I... very fancy Rimmel matte black. Yeah, I've not worn nail varnish in ages, actually. Um, I remember wearing it a couple of times, like when we were first kind of. Like, we first together, like... So, so about a decade ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I've just kind of left it on, because it's like, yeah, it's kind of fun. It is fun, huh? I don't know, it just, it just it's just a nice thing to do. Yeah, because like it's it. one of those things where it's... The fact that it is considered, like, gendered at all... Is really dumb. It's just really weird to me. Yeah. Because it's like, hey, it's, you hey, can... Hey, painting a part of you a different colour. Ooh. Yeah. What? Yeah, I'm not sure if it's supposed to be because, you know, women aren't allowed nails, so you have to hide them and cover them up. Or women <laughs> should have more nails, so you need to exaggerate them. But either way, neither of those things make sense. I think it's just you have to spend, like, as, as as a woman, you have to spend more time on your appearance and painting your nails is proving that you're doing that or yeah, something. Which is, like, probably a very, it's reinforcing the yeah. whole thing of men should be stinky and women should take 47 years to get ready for anything. It's just fucking stupid. It's like men are allowed to take pride in their appearance, and if like I think nail varnish is like you know is 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 a fun way to just it's it's a fun change. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. So I don't know. I might keep this going. I'm not sure. Well, I do have some very nice purple nail varnish. (laughs) Yeah, I'd love to give that a shot. Yeah. Um, Oh god, isn't the worst thing when you paint your nails up to like an hour and a half after you've painted your nails, you'll always like pick something up and and just like (laughs) dig a hole in it. As soon as I put it on, (laughs) I I had to set up the lights Mm -hmm. for the uh, for the video. Instantly took a chunk out of both my thumbs. Yeah, yeah, that's all because it's like it's like surface dry for a good for like for for about ten minutes after, but then for like an hour or so after, I found long. I've slept on, but I think the last two times I've done mine, I've slept on them. Woke up like done them a good few hours before bedtime. Slept on them, woke up with like fingerprints in a couple of them from where my hands have been squashed together. I was like, ah, they were so good before I went to sleep. But yeah, um, getting away from that one minor point in the video. um, But yeah, no, uh, it was a fun video to put together, and I hope people enjoy it. Um, and yeah, don't worry if that if the movie reviews aren't your thing, we'll be getting back to Codex compliant uh, for the next one. So yep. that's all good. Um, I guess we should start going around and see oh, what okay. everyone's been doing. Okay, well, Drumblebum, hello. What have you been up to, friend? I have, uh, I have disappointing news, friends. I have done. <gasps> I have got bugger all to talk about. Basically, that's I'd, okay. In the last two weeks, I we went over and had a um, family Christmas in October. That was fun because you know October. Halloween all... is the Christmas in October, so it's no, no, okay. my, my birthday is the Christmas in October. But we then we okay. also have about to have Halloween, and also we had Christmas because you you know what October is the coolest. We might as well add more things into it. Fair. Yeah. Also, it's yeah. Ash's birthday, which is another Christmas in October. Yeah, October's and Wibbenai's wedding anniversary. Yeah, yeah. October is which... the best. Weirdly, have you noticed this? Like with the like the old the the previous generation, like they'll get you like anniversary cards. Really? Yeah. Like Ooh. we like like Wib's mum just came out. And said, oh, we bought you a bunch of anniversary cards. It's like, but it's our. <laughs> Did he just look at it and say, "What for"? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wanted to, but she like she makes all the cards like by hand, and it's all like decoupage and stuff like that. 
So it's like, they're really nice things to receive, but at the same time, it's like, you, what? I, we don't even get each other, like, anniversary cards. <laughs> like, I bought you a soft toy, that's, that's what it was. I bought you a was. Pokemon shirt. You can buy me a Pokemon shirt, yeah. <laughs> but, like, um, yeah, it's, I don't... It just feels weird, like, someone coming and going, here, here's this, congrats on your marriage. It's like, yeah, okay, it's, thanks. It's one of those things I kind of assumed would have, like, died off with this in our generation, but... Yeah, because yeah, I, I... I mean, with, yeah. uh, with our generation, I think it absolutely is, but the older generation's still clinging to weird shit. Like, saying happy anniversary's fine, but, like, yeah. Oh, like, yeah, you definitely. Know, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, like I, I, yeah. I send that to, like, Ash and Sarah, like, you know, happy anniversary, one I remember. <laughs> I mean, not that they care if I, their family friend, forgets their wedding anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it's always just been weird to me. It's <laughs> like, oh, well, this, yeah, I mean, we we have like a nice day but like this is very much an us thing you know yeah mm. it's just a bit weird but i get th- a yeah. nice thought is a nice thought so so you know how before the podcast started and we said we, <laughs> none of us have anything to talk about yeah um and we have somehow managed to talk for 10 minutes, minutes about nail varnish and wedding anniversaries yeah wow. we're fucking yeah, old yeah. well yeah <laughs> so a drumble butt I have also, so that was one weekend, and then the other weekend I popped back over to Bordeaux, and I, I, I ran the marathon, which was, I, I now can't walk, oh. <laughs> which isn't but, much but... an excuse for not playing video games, I appreciate not being able to walk. <laughs> um, oh, that, oh, God. So yeah, hopefully that... it means in the next few weeks, in the healing slash can't walk process, I might actually get something done to talk about next time. Maybe. Um, but unfortunately, I have had no- nothing. Um Away from video games and things, I can say we went... I, I took Wib down on a fancy day out to London. We went to see a band. Oh, yeah, it was your anniversary. It was... <laughs> Happy anniversary, guys. I don't know. I am, I'm a great <laughs> proponent of, when it comes to gifts, if you see something or think of something that someone would like and you can afford it, and obviously other caveats, I think... I, I, I'm like, well, why wait for a birthday or wait for Christmas or just, you know, get the thing now? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Surprise gifts are the best gifts, I think. Oh, they are. They are because and they're the most fun to get. It means that no someone's like anything. thinking of you. I'm bigging up my own gift here. <laughs> you not, really are. Not what I meant to do at the start of this sentence. Like, I like how you were like, "Hey, hey, everyone! You know how like if you get a friend a gift, you know how, you're the best at this sex." This all came out wrong. <laughs> So you'll 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 know how my dick is the biggest. Yeah, you know uh, how I prove uh, that every day. Anyway, moving on, we went we went to see Toke in London. We did, and yes. Toke for those who don't, most of you have probably heard us mention Streetlight Manifesto whenever music's brought up because they're every the best time. music. They, they are the best band. Yes. Um, so this they don't really tour and definitely don't tour internationally anymore. But Toke was just doing a it was like a four day tour. And it was like. Was it like New York, Tokyo, London, and Kiev or something? Yeah, and, and, then ju- each... and just for people at home, if you don't know, uh, Tokay is the oh. is the side project name um, for the lead singer. Yeah, um, his name's Thomas Karnoki, but he when he does his solo stuff, he does it under the name Tokay. And he sometimes does solo acoustic stuff. He does sometimes does it as like part of a trio where he's got a bassist and a percussion drummer type. Um, but this you know, for percussion this... drummer. Percussion drummer. <laughs> but this little tour was like, each date was different. He did like a date just as the trio, and a date with a pianist, was it? And then a date with... Yeah. I can't remember what the other one was, but the one we saw in London was that trio playing with a string quartet. Yes. Which was just, like, magnificent. It was fantastic. And the gig venue itself was, like, in a church. 
Yeah, which when I got the tickets, I was like, okay, it's called Union Chapel in the north of London. And I was like, okay, well, it's, you know, there's, I've been to venues that were a church and now aren't used anymore as that. They're used as a gig venue. No, this was just straight up a currently still in service church. With a neon bar sign. But with, yeah, yes. with a bar. That's honestly, I think a lot of churches would be improved if you just put a bar in there. Also, I think the a lot of sort of places would be improved. Yeah. Like, you know, you go get like you know, you go renew your driver's license. There's a fucking bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, the whole thing was bathed in like purple and blue lighting. Yeah, is, yeah. Oh, that's very good. perfect. It looked gorgeous. Um, mm. I heard like because you like took a couple of videos and the acoustics in there sounded phenomenal. Oh, yes. They really were for yeah. a church. We played a Halloween gig in London in a church and the acoustics were fucking awful. I have only been to two gigs in London. Both, Both of, of which have been, have been in churches. One so... of them has had the worst acoustics, and one of them has like phenomenal churches. Acoustics. As a general rule, have really good acoustics. So not the, not the first one we played in with that guy who thought he was like fucking Alice Cooper and was a massive sucky douche and was really <laughs> rude to all of us and refused to speak to us or anything. Yeah, that was weird. What a prick. Yeah, apparently I blocked him from my mind. Yeah, I literally went up and I was like, oh, hi, mate. And he was like, Pfft, and just walked off. And I'm like, okay, fuck you, buddy. Oh. But yeah, so as far as I'm aware, every gig venue in London is a church and anything anyone tells me um, <laughs> will not convince me otherwise. No, no. But yeah, no, the gig, the gig was really, really good. It was uh, really, really interesting to hear all these songs that, like, um, you know, if you've never... If, if basically us talking about them off and on for the last six years um, hasn't, like, let people onto it, uh, onto it a bit, um, Streetlight Manifesto are a ska band-ish. They're, they're a band with horns. Broadly speaking, yeah. Broadly. Uh, broadly. Um, so, you know, mostly have all these big riffs played on horns, so hearing them broken down to be played as part of a string quartet is, is but, really, in- but really not, interesting. Yeah, but not like straight up just, you know, the four brass players gave their music to the four string players. It, it, it was like rewritten to like match the new instruments. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was really cool. There was a handful of songs off it that I honestly like prefer these versions that I will never get to hear again <laughs> than the actual recorded like full band versions. Like a few of them just worked really well like mm. that. I love how Thomas Kalnoki was like, please come into this church where I will ruin everything you love by showing you how beautiful it can be and then promising it will never happen again. That's yeah. pretty. That that actually suits him really well. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. that kind of guy. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was a very fun day out, and it was a pretty perfect gig because they sold tea, and they it was did. finished by half nine. So for oh, me, that's perfect. like yeah, this is great. Yeah, and we got to go to the science museum for a bit just before it as well. So. I forgot about that. We did, did you see dinosaurs? That's a natural history museum. Yeah, well. Yeah, we thought because at some point you want to go there, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to steal your husband and take him there, and then he wouldn't want to take you. <laughs> yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> I think most people know dinos are your thing, and I didn't dare take that from you. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. Not not when you're within swinging distance. <laughs> nah. So we went to see science instead. Okay, that's fine. So like rocks and shit. Uh, lots of telephones. Um, telephones are space, science. Spaceships. Yeah. Um, I saw a gold-plated BBC micro. Oh yeah, that was cool. Uh, that's bling. Which is just a thing that you know. You, once you've seen one of those things, then you do remember it. I kind of want <laughs> a gold-plated Sega Game Gear. 
just because it's like, that's literally like gold plating a shit. Hey, hey, <laughs> don't knock the Sega Game Gear. It was basically like a master system, but you could carry it around. And it devoured batteries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But we also... oh, no, I want, I want a gold plated Wonder Swan. Oh, what? fuck off with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, we also saw a um, SNES. With which game was it? Aliens three. Yeah, so they because they they had like just a, a bunch of like stuff from over the years, and one of them was a Super Nintendo. And for some reason, the game that was in it, rather than having like fucking Super Mario, like Mario World well, or, or something like that, or or Mario Kart, anything that would be like a, a, a good staple, a good SNES game. No, it had Alien three. <laughs> but like you say, for some reason, it's like. You know, if you've got a Beyond Repair SNES, you can donate it to a museum, fine. But the games don't really break. So no one wants to give their working copy of a half-decent game away. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's yeah, so. That's fair. Right? That makes sense. Although yeah, in, in the future, when everyone's sense. forgotten what SNESs are, and there's just in this museum, they're going to look at that and think this was, like, the one that we all praised. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Everyone played... Alien. Aliens 3. Aliens 3. Because yeah. the movie was such a big hit. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, dear. Um, but, yeah. So, but if, yeah. if anyone ever does get a chance to go and see Tokei play live, I uh, can heartily recommend it. Yes, very, very good. I mean, I don't know how often he's going to tour ever, but if he does, go see him. Yes. Oh, I also saw... Um, King Prawn talking about other ska bands this, in the last two weeks. I've never actually seen him live. I always wanted mm. to because I, I quite like the recorded stuff. This is a name I've heard around a lot of ska circles because I'm yeah. not a massive, massive ska fan. Yeah, I've just they're... been kind of like, eh, yeah, I've heard they're pretty good. They're, they're not like the biggest. They were around in, I want to say the early 2000s, maybe? Yeah. That yeah, sort right. of remember, era. Like, and then they, college, did, they didn't, didn't gig for a while and then they came back and I saw them at, I think, one of the Slam Dunk festivals a few years ago and was like, yeah, these are fun. And then I saw them last year at the neck another slam dunk a few years later and then we noticed that they were playing and it happened to be my birthday and we were like oh do you want to go see these on your birthday I was like yeah right. <laughs> so yeah really <laughs> really good they're um, very East London and actually alarmingly political in a like not alarmingly in a good way but like some of the messages you just sort of you don't really notice me just listening to them casually but when we saw them it's like oh these guys have got a good message too even better so <laughs> oh, oh yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> that is like making sure that like something like you like is not a milkshake duck is amazing <laughs> the term yeah. milkshake duck was basically coined to re- to reference the fact that you can get really into say a person who creates media or something like that. And then they turn around and say something really horrible like, and really pro-Nazi or whatever. It's referring to a tweet that uh, from... I can't remember who it was. And they were like, it, oh, it, everyone it, loves Milkshake Duck. And then there was another tweet added like five minutes later with, this just in, Milkshake Duck is racist. <laughs> so yeah. That was yeah. a remarkably in-depth backstory to a uh, to a tweet there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, that, the, but that's the term Milkshake yeah. Duck. <laughs> So, yeah. I think everyone does know what it means. I so. just well, there's okay. it's no shame in learning okay. something new, okay. and you know, getting things uh, re-categorized or restated. Restated, yeah. yeah. There's quite I a like good association that. between races to milkshakes, anyway. So I think you know, yeah. <laughs> people Lactose are probably aware. intolerant. Anywho, oh god, yeah. Yeah. remember <laughs> dislikes make us thrive. <laughs> Also, oh, we, we're afraid of money, so don't donate to Patreon. Ooh, <laughs> scary money. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, yeah. Anything else, Matt? I'm not reading um, the comments on this bitch. No, I, I've got I've got, I've got bugger all. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Web. Yes. 
Do you have anything relevant to say? No. I, I have nothing relevant to say ever. But, but you're going to say it anyway. But, but <laughs> I, do have a f- I do have a few things to talk about. I, I Actually, a lot of the things that I've been doing are, are things that are not, like, super... Like, have either been talked about at length on the podcast already, or, like, someone else has talked about, you know. Um, so, apart from getting all the video stuff done, which has taken up a lot of time... Um, I played through the campaign of genital jousting that Snipe mentioned last time. Oh my god, how weird nice. was it? It is remarkable. It's you, got you, like a really good message. Yeah, like drama Matt, you know how you're saying like King Prawn were like super cool and like good political? Yeah. Yeah, genital jousting's message is like that. It's but, it's just like it's a, such a solid but it's, model. It's a game like, called genital jousting. I assumed oh, it was the no. worst. No, it just has this really kind of, like, positive message about, like... About making, like, fucking up and, like, basically buckling to the unobtainable, like, standards that society tries to force upon you and how that won't make you happy. And you have to realise that you have to... You have to try to be a good person. You aren't owed other people. You aren't owed everything in the world just because society says that maybe you are. And it's, like, it basically says that, you know... If you're a good person, then people will want to spend time with you. Yeah, if, and you if, have if, to work on yourself. You have to like... work on yourself. And yeah, it sucks when bad things happen, but you can't take that out on other people. It's so fucking... It's a <laughs> game about dicks! It is It is fucking ridiculous. Like, there is a whole... like You can get an achievement for swallowing all the worms you find up your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> I got that achievement. <laughs> IRL or... Both! <laughs> because, yes, if you missed the last one in the game Genital Jousting, you are a penis has... that has a butthole. Yeah, between yeah. The, the testicles. Um, yeah, uh, so yeah, that's a thing. There's um, literally a bit, I won't spoil anything, where your your penis is stumbling in and out of bars, basically taking, like... Lady penises, like like one of them, like because you just go in drinking, looking for a date, and a, a lady penis turns around and goes, "Hey, you all right? You having a rough day?" And like your penis, your penis's internal monologue is, "Oh yeah, she definitely wants me." And then he gets kicked out of the bar, and it's like, "Oh god, why does no one have a sense of humor? Why is everyone so sensitive?" And it's like, "Wow, <laughs> okay, yeah, no." It's- <laughs> It, it it's got something to say, and I was like, even though I knew that you'd said that it was way, it, it was like that. It is hard to believe. I like until I actually played it, I did not appreciate how like positive it was. <laughs> it's so weird. It's, it's such a bizarre thing. But yeah, obviously you talked about it last time, so I don't want to, you know. But um, yeah, g- yeah, play. play- if you're interested, play the story mode for General yeah. Jousting. It's actually really good. Um, I also played a bunch more of The Surge. I got myself to, like, New Game 3. <laughs> new Game plus, plus, plus. Yeah. Um, and I've 100%ed the game, so got every achievement. I'd say um, that, because uh, Longfang bought that for you, didn't he? Yes. Because he's a very lovely boy and we all love him. Yes, thank you. He spoils us. He's basically your sugar daddy. <laughs> and, yeah, so, like, I think you've got Longfang's money worth it. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Um, it is it is a very, a very good game. Um, I, I've enjoyed it a lot. Um, I've personally been enjoying the little, um, little dancing videos you've been uploading to Twitter. <laughs> where yeah. it's like, 
like just dancing away to like fucking bolt thrower. Yeah, there's you, you or like there's you a, know the Balkan skull theme. <laughs> there's a um, there's a club in the game that's playing uh, you know like dance music, and you can like in Mass Effect you can go to an area and then just join in with the dancing. Uh, so I took a video of my character doing that, and I've been putting it to inappropriate music on Twitter. <laughs> my favourite, my favourite was the is it like oh, God. it's some music from Silent it's Hill. It's some music from like Silent Hill, and your character's just like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> personal purgatory and guilt. Mm, if it's got a beat, you can dance to it. It's it, hilarious. It, it amuses me, if nothing else. I think it's pretty funny too. Um, but yeah, uh, I uh, basically I've now got my I've just started up a new save to sort of get myself to most of the way through the story. So if they um, bring out more DLC or what have you for the game, then I'll have a nice save to work from rather than trying to do new content on new game plus three. Um, <laughs> Especially when you've got one hundred percent shit. What, yeah. else, what else is there to do? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I've also been uh, getting myself through Farscape again because uh, ages ago I talked about it on the podcast watching it and I didn't get... I got to like season four and then just for some reason just stopped watching it. I think that's the adult thing of just occasionally you'll... Even if you're thoroughly enjoying something you'll just put it down and just mm. not pick it up again. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I found that it was on um, Amazon Video. and so Which I, is terrible. Yeah, so I gripped my teeth getting through its... Fucking shit ass UI, um, and yeah, I've been watching it through on, uh, through on on there. And... It's just fun for me hearing all those Australian and Kiwi accents. I'm just like <laughs> shit. Yeah, no, Ooh. I I've been uh, you know enjoying it again. Cause, yeah, Farscape's just good. I, I'm really like it really annoys me that I didn't give it its its due when it was being shown on TV originally. See, I, like, really I just like... thought it as like a kind of cheap knockoff of Star Trek, mm. but it's really its own thing. I really like is it Scorpius. Scorpius is a very cool I like character. Scorpius because, like, he doesn't... He's not, like... He's very calm, and that is terrifying. He's a calm <laughs> and collected villain for the most part. Yeah, well, like, that's the thing. It's like, when he's talking to me, he's very stern, firm, and matter-of-fact. And that is so much scarier to me than just someone screaming. Yeah. Also, he seems like a rad dude, and I just love seeing him in the weird bondage, like like coolant suit with a hawaiian shirt over it it's amazing <laughs> yeah so good but yeah so i watched it i'm not sure if amazon's got the peacekeeper wars which is when they got cancelled they eventually kind they of just had a war they did kind of a uh, serenity <laughs> thing where they made ah. like i can't remember if it was like just a movie or if it was like a, a mini series made of like feature length things but it was like to tie up the story at the end yeah um, so I might have to find those from some other means. But yeah, so I'm watch watching through that. But I talked at length about it when I was watching through it the first time. So yeah, mm. won't go into that. Um, I've also been playing Elite Dangerous. Oh. Yes, I saw that you were doing this. Oh, I want to hear your thoughts. It is a game that <laughs> I, I enjoy playing, but is utterly impenetrable at times. Yes. There yes. are certain elements to it where it's like... They actively tried to make the most unintuitive UI possible. Yeah, I, I did warn you of this. Just, it just, it, just to ease my own conscience. <laughs> like there are, like every now and again, something will happen, and I just get massively frustrated with it. Like when I, I tried to do a bounty hunting mission, and I didn't know this, 
um, until afterwards, but there's a setting that's on by default that means that when you target something, it tries to like re um, calibrate. recalibrate your ship's like um, like perspective so that it's on the same level as it. Uh, if you don't oh. know that's on, then your ship just is wildly spinning out of control, and oh. you have no idea why. Oh, I have not. I've not experienced this, but that's intriguing. Yeah, yeah, it was it was massively frustrating. I flew it. Uh, I basically burnt up because I couldn't control it, and I was flying into a sun. It was great. Oh, good. Um, Toasty. But those things aside, the core thing of I'm just going to go from planet to planet, just taking shipments of things and transporting passengers, or I'm just going to pick a place and go to it. Mm. There's something just weirdly it's satisfying about apart it. Apart yeah, from right? you need a permit to get to Earth. Yeah. yeah so how do I, you get that permit? I got that eventually, but I have no idea what I did. I just got an, I got <laughs> an in-game email or whatever the message system is saying, you've just been given this. I was like, cool, what did I do? <laughs> you see, I'm um, kind of a bit screwed over on my current one because my, my current quest, because I took one um, and it's, it means I have to like take one guy like a shitload. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Access to Solar's restrictor requires a permit of the Federation. This permit is distributed after gaining the rank of Petty Officer with the Federal Navy Auxiliary. Oh, there we go. Okay, good. So, <laughs> so just, yeah, just do quests that. for people who happen to be part of the Federation. Then okay. rank up with, like, reputation and they'll be like, Hey, you wanna go to Earth? Okay, yeah, cool, that's how okay. I do I'm not. I'm not sure they'll speak like that. Whose birthdays are it? Some of they the spa- some of the, some of the spaceships do have York tracks. I well, I say <gasps> the spaceships. I presumably mean the person in charge of the docking thing. But in my head, it's just the, the spaceship spaceships have access. <laughs> so the spaceships. Some of the spaceships have York tracks, and it's it's the best. That is yeah, good. Amazing. I want to make my permanent home. And just and like go through and find out which ones are Yorkshire and just stay at all of those. <laughs> that sounds phenomenal. Um, but yeah, I have like the thing that I was currently <coughs> doing was kind of has been kind of annoying. I took a quest and it was to take one guy to two different places. Yeah, and I took him to one and that was easy enough. It involved a ludicrously long like in-system flight that took like. Oh yeah, minutes, like, like, it's all well and good for like, oh, this will only be this many of jumps, but you're like, actually, the last place you're going is just going to be, yeah, just sitting for um, ten minutes and waiting. But then um, the next place he wanted to go is fucking like the other side of the fucking like quadrant, which is fine. I'm like, okay, I'll do it. But then I basically, I, I'm kind of fucked right now because I've. But I'm basically on zero fuel at this point because I kept going and I was like, okay, well, I'll encounter, I'll encounter somewhere that's got a, a place like, yeah. you know, they're, they're quite pretty common. Um, no, the path that that um, it takes, basically, I'd been through like ten systems with nothing in it. Okay, yeah. And then and then I'm like, okay, fuel's really really low now, and now I'm basically just stuck where I can't go anywhere. And I'm so low on fuel that I can't jump okay. to anywhere. And everywhere around me has nowhere. I have an excellent solution for you. Mm? There is a bunch of people, sort of like an unofficial guild, or I don't know what they call themselves, called the Fuel Rats. If you get on their forum, say where you are, say you're out of fuel, they'll bring you fuel. Okay. They are just doing it for the good of their own minds, or I don't know. And I've never had to use them. But by all accounts, they're amazing. And they just that- bring, they just bring stranded people fuel, and that's their sole purpose. That is amazing. Yeah, right? I've never had to use them, so I haven't, you know, done it and then turned out and it actually turned out and they'll just kill me, which could happen. So, 
But I, as far as I can tell by reading around, they're just nice people. They just want... Because in the game, you, like you said, you can do whatever you want to enjoy it. Some people just enjoy helping other people. So that is how they play the game. And it's amazing. That is so lovely. Yeah, that's, right? that, that totally doesn't surprise me either because it is... Because I, I, I put it on Twitter of like how um, the, the the general structure of the game, because it is fundamentally pretty aimless like yeah it kind of throws you out into the universe and it's, gives it's a universe you, sandbox yeah it gives you a bunch of ways that you can make money um to get better ships and to upgrade and then just does and just doesn't really put any priority onto which ones are the best although early on uh just just take missions just shipping goods around and you'll make a crap load of money very quickly yeah that's 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 what i did the first or just even if you want to just fly to different sister just fly out in a direction and then fly yeah. back and sell all the data yeah. Saying, yeah but yeah because because you can just do whatever you want um you end up sort of like creating a bit of a narrative for your character without even really trying yep yeah yeah, yeah. Totally. so like my character started you know like i started off and i was just shipping stuff around and then i was like okay well i mean i'm making money i've bought myself a better ship um, I'm like, okay, what can I do now? And then I like, look, I just looked in like the galaxy viewer and was like, oh, hey, there's a soul system. I'm going to go to Earth. And so I, you know, I, I, I got all my way there doing a few missions along the way or just selling, uh, selling data as I went, just doing little bits along the way just to keep myself entertained. And then eventually I got there and it's like, oh, no, you need a permit. I'm like, oh, well, shit. So then I'm just like, okay, I guess I'll just potter around here for a bit. And then I, I started encountering places where I could actually ship passengers because a lot of the early areas, I couldn't find any passengers. Yeah. Um, but then I got there and it was like, okay, these paid pretty well. So I just ripped out all my cargo air holds and put in passenger things. Like, I've literally not been involved in a single fight or anything. <laughs> I've just, I've just yeah, been shipping Yeah, I've always around. found the fights actually not the best way. Because you have to, like, usually you have to track them down a bit. And it takes ages trying to work out where they are and... I've just not found it at all efficient. I'm just a bit... I really enjoy getting in dogfights, and I've done it a few times, but if you want to just make money and chill out, like, the other two options are way better, I found. Yeah, so... Um, but, yeah, I've been... I, ha- I have been enjoying, yeah. Oh, I also ended up um, mildly annoying a dictatorship as well. Oh, good. Yeah, Score. yeah, yeah. Um, where I took a quest for them and then realised again that I needed a permit to get to the place. Oh, Okay. Um, and so I just abandoned the quest, and but you still have the gear that <laughs> yeah. they had given me. Well, they... So I then just went to another place and sold it on the black market. <laughs> yeah. Good. So they've got nice. like a, there's like a, a there's like a fine out for me. Oh, <laughs> you got a warrant out, huh? Yeah, from from this dictatorship. I'm like, oh, I, I hope I don't have to go through there again. Is is <laughs> the dictatorship an actual ship? I do not believe it is an actual. <laughs> the ship. dictatorship. Dictatorship. It's just ah! a, yeah. It's a dick with it's like a penile two potato. potato. Yeah, and somehow that's a spaceship. Yes. Yeah, it's a spaceship yeah. as well. Um, the but... side eye I just got from that fucking question is <laughs> terrific. <laughs> but yes, uh, it, it, I, I, it's a weird game because I... Basically, every now and again, something will happen that makes me frustrated enough that I stop playing it, but then a few hours later, I'll play it again. Yeah, most of those things have workarounds or solutions, but it's not at all obvious what they are. And I, yeah. I get exactly what you mean. And I do, and because it is like, I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but basically, I find like actually controlling the ship is so much easier with the controller. Oh yeah, 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 totally. What's your? But, so this is probably going far too into the reads. But what is? How have you 
because I've definitely my controller is mapped not the same, not in any of their recommended mappings. I I'm just using the actual default one. It's like in terms of sticks and analog sticks for doing various bits, and I've got mine set up weirdly. Yeah, no, I, I'm just using the default one because okay, yeah. honestly, I am too confused by the control system to even begin to change it around. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, and but the fact that like there's so many things where you just have to use the keyboard as well because it there's so much you can do. Yeah, like, but is... you, you can use the controller as like basically like holding down any of the um, face buttons as like basically shift modifiers. So instead of pressing the right button, I mean, this is I'm actually using an Xbox controller. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, yeah. But instead yeah. of pressing like, the right button or right trigger, you can press Y and then press the right button, and that's different to if you hold X and press the right button. So there's like actually quite an alarming amount of things you can just map straight to the controller. That that does sound like something that it like I I'm basically the sort of person that very rarely changes controls on games. I just get okay. used to whatever nonsense. Yeah. I I am almost exclusive like that. That apart from this Lots game, left-handed. <laughs> yeah, you, you play left-handed, so you have to oh, change everything yeah. around. So I yeah. have to change everything around um, all the fucking time. And but, I just found out that in Breakpoint, if you um, are on a keyboard, you can't base jump with a parachute. It just refuses to acknowledge your inputs. Good. Yeah. yeah. Good. Um, no base jumping for me. But yeah, in in short, I, I am enjoying it. It it tries its best to make me not enjoy it. But there is yeah. something just immensely satisfying about just dicking around space, and I yeah. don't know why. Yeah, this is. I spent far too long on it. Yeah, well, <laughs> the fact that like I, I've been I've played it for like ten hours, and it doesn't really feel like I have. Although, granted. Um, it is the sort of game where you spend a lot of time like, oh, I'm I'm just on like autopilot, so I'm just listening to a podcast and checking Twitter. Yeah, I, so- I did come in the other day and you were just sat sideways at the computer chair like on your phone, just driving, <laughs> so I was like, Are you having fun? You were like, This game is awesome. I'm like, You're not even playing <laughs> It was amazing. It's a it's a whole thing. Um but anyway, uh, the last thing I want to talk about, which is, which um, I mean, I thought everything else would take like five minutes. Um, but uh, the last thing to talk about is an actual game that hasn't been talked about before on on this podcast, or possibly ever. I, I've never heard another person talk about it, uh, so don't tell me that another person has. Oh, um, because I won't believe you because I've not seen it. Shit. Okay. Uh, and that is the game Parkitect, which I played on a solo stream a little while ago, a few days ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically like a roller coaster tycoon style game, but it's uh, made a few years ago, so it's got a more modern sort of aesthetic. It's very cartoony, so it's a bit more like oh, theme as park in like theme park look. amusement park. In my head, this was going to be some sort of like car park tycoon management thing, <laughs> and I was all about <laughs> oh, to be I all want over that, that now. Oh god, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, trying to work out like the best, like flow for track. Oh god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds maybe amazing. not as a whole game, but as like a part of some other game. Like you could possibly have that as like a a, a part of like a, a theme park style game. As you have to work out the car parks. Okay. This reminds me of a thing Ron and Matt said a while ago about um, farming simulator crossed with an MMO. No, crossed with. Um... Oh, what is it? Like Euro Truck Simulator? Yeah, yeah, yeah we were talking about making an MMO like, Yeah, what, like an, an so MMO someone could just be... do farming, and then someone could just do driving aimlessly. Yeah, to, like have, to have like a weird European boring job simulator <laughs> MMO. Also, can I just make like a psychological, an armchair 
psychology kind of like observation here yeah. about how as millennials our fantasy is doing a job. Yeah, it's weird, right? <laughs> and also like, you know, having fun and owning things. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> games are an interesting way to to explore things you'll never be you'll never you'll never experience or may not want to actually experience. Yeah, like having I... children or like, you know, owning property in the Sims. Well, it's you know, or it's having like... any kind of autonomy autonomy I... of your life. I play Roller Coaster Tycoon. I play Sim City. I, I play um, meat and fuck. Play things like, <laughs> uh, like you know, Parkitect and things, and all these business simulators. I really liked a game called Adventure Capitalist. Like, which you can is play like those... ideologically opposed yeah. to everything you stand for. I am very not not okay with capitalism, but it's a fun game to play when no one can get hurt. Dislikes help our channel. Thank you. <laughs> I just thought it was an amusing observation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, what you talking about it was I think it was when we played uh, Euro Truck Simulator, uh, talking about how it would be interesting to have like an MMO that was made of all of these, these like. <gasps> and you could introduce motion controls so that when you pass like a f- like like another player on their track during the field, you could tip your hat to them. That sounds pretty amazing. <laughs> that sounds pretty. Yeah. Actually, like, I'm joking, but that does sound fun. And I always like it when you have a hello in a video game because then I'm like. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Same hat. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, uh, yeah, the game architect. Um, so very similar to like Roller Coaster Tycoon style. It, it does. It's proper three D. Um, so it's it's not the isometric kind of style of things. Although it it does emulate that kind of view viewpoint. Um, and yeah, it's it's very similar, but it's just a bit more in depth in certain places. So uh, the roller coasters work more or less the same. Um, little bit more intuitive but also a li- there's a little bit more you can do with it because of it being like 3D and stuff um, but it does take a little bit of getting used to because obviously some of the systems are different um, there's also really interestingly it actually has a whole thing of you doing the kind of back end stuff as well so you know how at like Disney World they don't let you see the artifice like you don't see the staff walk into the shop because they come up through they go through the back entrances through like paths behind everything you don't get to see you basically have to maintain that in parkitect so like if you have shops that's you, oddly dystopian you have to have like a way for people to get um stuff inside them so you build either, you build like paths behind them so people can bring in the stuff into it and you can even have like pneumatic tubes that bring stuff. Into can, you, can you, you put, see, can you jam the people into the tubes? You cannot, I'm afraid. Yeah. You see, like I'm having horrifying flashbacks because I worked as a waitress for a good while, and we weren't allowed to sit down in front of customers. I mean, you remember, you're, you're forgetting that, like you know, if customers see the employees as people, that means the business might have to start treating their employees as people. You know, you say that, so, but that's probably exactly it. You yeah. see, uh, when it comes to theme parks, it is a little different because I know, there but is. Like, yeah, I, it yeah, still yeah. makes me grind my teeth because oh, yeah, I'm like, yeah. I remember like literally having to eat dinner in the f- like having to have a snack in the fucking car park, the employee car park, because I couldn't let the the guests see oh, me. Oh yeah, but you know, and so it's, it's an interesting time because that is actually a, a real thing they do in in theme parks. That is a thing they actually yeah, concern they themselves with. Yeah, they shove people into pneumatic tubes and splat yeah, them exactly. all over. How else do you think people get around at Disneyland? Exactly. Um, and, and it's really it, it's really interesting how that how that works. Also, one one minor thing that was really weird is that basically every ride I got when I was playing it on stream 
was a different method of rotating my guests. <laughs> okay. <laughs> everything was some type of ride. That was... Welcome to Rotary World. Yeah, everything. You'll be shocked at how we rotate you. Like everything, like f- Ferris wheel, fine. Then you'd have like teacups that spin, but then you'd have like a million other things that were just different ways of taking guests, holding them in a in a round thing, and then spinning them. <laughs> I, you that's see, that's going to be someone's king, so I don't horrible. want to shame. It, it was, sounds horrible. It was really weird. Although, Please tell me you sold like deep fried gherkins <laughs> and like really gross food, like that would really interact when everything makes. So it was just I'm gonna go on the on the teacups, and then literally everyone throws up into the teacups. So you have to like literally carry it away like a giant cup of like. Okay, I don't know where I'm getting at. I I don't I I don't want to know where you're going, mm. and quite frankly, I do not wish to follow you. That's okay. I don't want to be here either. Uh, not, in not short. In my brain. <laughs> In short, um, it's just got a few extra things that add to the complexity of putting a park together. And whilst you can make it so there's no artifice, so people just just bring bring the big crates of goods. Oh, you mean make it American Adventure? <laughs> we don't talk about the American Adventure <laughs> theme park that used to exist uh, locally. For people that don't know, it was called American Adventure, yet and it, it was, was shockingly it poor. was very obviously in the Midlands. Like once yeah. a week, they had a bunch of people dress up as cowboys, which honestly that was one of my favorite parts, but probably not for the yeah. reason they intended. Um, but you can just have people just bring in the crates through the park, but it, it ruins the effect of the park. So breaking their immersion, but like you know, maintaining good theming throughout things, like you know, uh, surrounding these more industrial parts of the park with trees and fences and things to keep it all like the staff area and the the customer area kind of separate is like a thing you have to do, and I just found that really interesting because obviously it's a real kind of thing. Um, and the game does seem pretty good. I have not. I've played a hand, you know, a few hours of it so far, and I'm enjoying it because I mean, I just, I, I just like those kind of games anyway. Um, so if you haven't played it and you are into that sort of thing, I can definitely recommend it. So yes. Um, but apart from that, I am. Uh, I haven't really done much else. I've been painting my Warhammer and stuff. I have. I have reached my uh, goal for the year actually. Nice. What was your goal again? Remind everyone. Uh, I wanted to paint the equivalent of one miniature a week for an entire year. And you weren't gonna buy more than. Yeah. You weren't gonna. Yeah. I, no, I didn't say anything about no, no, not no. buying you, you more. Said, you said that you would wanted to keep how many models you have versus how many you've bought I, I, and painted. Yeah, I, I will say I never made any statement about. Like what I was going to do. Just Is the... that why you have a Leviathan Dreadnought? Yes. <laughs> um, hey, that only counts as one. Um, and it was a gift, so it's fine. <laughs> it wasn't a gift. I bought it for myself. It was um, a gift from to yourself. yourself. <laughs> I, I guess. I guess. Because we was, did. Yeah. It was actually. It was actually a well done to me for the um, the space remodel video when the money came in from that because yeah. that did really well. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, and now I want one. Now, uh, okay, so if another video does really well, then you can have the five hundred. <laughs> no, I'll just put it towards bike stuff. It's fine. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I so I wanted to do um, one one a week, and obviously I wanted to paint more than I bought in a year to try and keep. I, I have I have managed both of those things. So I painted my fifty second model a couple of weeks back, um, which. I won't say what these things are because I don't know. If s- the, don't want to spoil the surprise. I don't think the video will be out by the time this comes out. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, so I've actually hit my 52. I'm at 54 currently, so I've got one... I kind of want to get one more done this month. Yeah. Because um, I've only done three this month so far. Um, but yeah, maybe I shouldn't have played 10 hours of Elite Dangerous. Uh, well, I mean, from what um, it sounds like, it sounds like you could paint half your models while oh, you're playing actually, that's it. a good idea. Nice. That's yeah. a good idea. Well, what have I done? Okay, yeah, that's a dangerous thing. Um... <laughs> I shall bring just sit up. on the couch with the controller and occasionally look over, make sure you're not in yeah. the sun's orbit. I actually, I actually realised. Um, so far, I painted three uh, three minis this month. Every single one has been a rogue trader miniature. You are such a fucking hipster. I hadn't intended to, but there you are. But I, but I did. One of which is Mad Morris. Oh yeah, the boy. Which is the uh, we brought it up in the rogue trader video because he doesn't have a neck. And his name is Mad Morris. <laughs> his which name is, is just Mad funny. Morris, which is just oh, he's a serious. I'd dude. be mad uh, if I didn't have a neck. <laughs> Yeah, and I managed to find him, uh, find him on eBay. Uh, I painted him up. I'm really, I, I managed to do the, um, like you know, on the Rogue Trader, especially the artwork. They have shit written on them. Slam sector. Yeah, slam sector. Give me danger. Yeah, shit like that. Um, I did write Mad Morris on his shoulder pad. Uh, which, yeah, your free hand is fucking like seriously. I hate you. It involved a very small brush and a lot of patience. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, but that's it. That's all I've done. So I shall now pass over to Snipe, mm-hmm. who is yawning, because mm-hmm. I'm very interesting. I can, t- I can see. So uh, what have you been up to, Dad? Long day. <laughs> <laughs> I again, I have not been having a good time mental health wise. But I'm going to go back to the doctor and be like, "Hey, so should I just take two antidepressants a day instead, or are you going to like actually up my dose?" I'm probably not going to say that because that's not something you should say to somebody who literally has like live well pills on them but you know yeah generally don't joke about uh taking too much of your medication to medical <laughs> professionals yeah no just they take a dim view on these yeah, things yeah unless it's laxatives in which case they laugh at you yeah <laughs> yeah but the thing is or suppositories in which case they go good fucking look yeah basically but yeah so so i as a result i've not really been doing much stuff i mean i did i did hang out on uh, zorin's stream Oh yeah, voicing uh, a character in oh god, what was it? it was this god awful Japanese dating sim where it was like oh we had a bunch of people there like you know nostalgia and an arena and lemon scented bastard and <laughs> and like loads of people just doing voices. It was a lot of fun, um, but god fucking those games are so creepy. They're horrible. It did sound particularly creepy. Cause, it got really gross, yeah. actually. But like, yeah. Um, apart from that, I've yeah, I've just been playing The Sims and looking forward to university and <laughs> and and the Sims really, University. The just Sims to be clear. Four University is coming out, and I love that expansion, and I'm super looking forward to it. But I also, and this is just to annoy Longfang, I'm really looking forward to Sims Four Laundry Day. I really want that expansion, and Longfang knows it. And he hates me for it. It's so funny. But yeah, I've just been reading like a lot of horror manga. And I watched a horror movie because it's the spoopy month. It is the spoopy month. And reading is fine. So like... Fundamental, um, I it's re- Reading is fundamental. <laughs> but yeah, so... Um, there was... Uh, so I'm going to start off with a non-spoopy manga. Okay. Called Saotomi Senshu Hitakakusu. Which is... Like, shockingly, it's a manga that takes place during high school, and that no. is a fucking large spider. Um, 
Oh yeah, there's a very large spider on our wall. Interesting oh. subtitle for the manga. Do go on. Yeah, I know. It's it's very <laughs> weird how it fits my current context very yeah. well. Okay. But yeah, it's about a um, a girl at a Japanese high school who's a boxer. And okay. she's like a fantastic boxer. And it starts with her kind of confessing to this guy who's a lot skinnier and shorter and really bad at boxing. And she's like, please be my boyfriend. And he's like, uh no i can't and then like obviously it's it's the same kind of like silliness of oh the coach has just forced him to be her trainer now when like she's just kind of showing how she's like this really serious girl and it's like it's you can tell the person drawing it really likes muscular women like they (laughs) they really like strong women and i'm like hey i'm okay with that it's it's really refreshing to see basically a tall muscular physically impressive heroine especially in a japanese manga yeah this is really fucking cool um it is kind of it's like it's kind of like a sports romance not like like manga so it is a little bit like it does fall into a lot of the japanese like romance tropes but honestly it's it's quite cute and i've been enjoying that Hmm. um this okay, so I'm gonna get into one that I didn't really enjoy called Fuen no Tane, which is basically a collection of horror, like short story mangas, all by the same author. Okay, um, the artwork in it is solid, it's very good. Uh, the stories are fucking terrible, awful. Okay, so the formula goes. Like this. Person talks about something spooky. Spooky face appears. It's just somebody with a scary face. Like a like a kind of like a... Uh, like a scream mask kind of face. Yeah. And then it ends. Oh. It's that's literally... There's one, one that is like... Were these these ones that you showed me where they're literally... Like these short stories are like ha- two like, pages. Yeah, where yeah. somebody is going... Oh, I don't like the bathroom outside... It's scary, and then you see a spooky, like disfigured face, and then it's that's it. That's the story, and it's like this isn't scary. This is just that a variant on the spooky face, and that's it. It's just people talking about how scary things are scary, and then a spooky face happens, and then that's it. It seems like a strange idea because I mean, you know, it feels like if someone tried to like. Like sequentially, in a comic, do a jump scare. Yeah, because it seems like a strange thing. Because um, I mean, I know obviously, like um, what people find scary is very subjective. Oh, absolutely. But I would say that one of the cornerstones of horror is a build-up and payoff. For tension. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. There's no, there's no tension. Which there's no suspense. If you can only spend like a page, it's quite hard to build up suspense over a single page and and pay it off effectively. No, I completely agree. It it feels like sort of even if like they were good, they wouldn't be effective at horror. Yeah, I mean, there's literally one where it's just an. I, I don't think you see the narrator, and they're talking about how the streets are scary at night because they're dark, mm. and it's literally like two pages, and it's just showing this. I mean, don't get me wrong, the, the drawing is beautiful. It's it's very. They put a lot of effort into like 
drawing the streets of, say, like, Osaka at mm. night. And it's like, yeah, that's fantastic. That looks very nice. There's a lot of lighting and stuff there that would be a pain in the ass to, like, draw and get right. And it's like, oh, the streets are very scary at night. It's so dark. You never know what's, like, looking around the corner. And then there's just, like, the the lid of a sewer grate open and just a spooky long-fingered hand. And then that's it. It's like, this is not scary. It's like, it's just, hey, what if scary things exist? And, yeah. And it kind of, yeah, there's no build-up. There's no tension. There's no kind of, like... I, I tend to prefer psychological horror a lot more than jump scares because I don't like jump scares. I think they're, they're yeah. garbage. And, like, yeah, this just didn't do it for me. But I, I read another one called Kyo Ufu Kansen, which has a similar kind of thing. It's an anthology kind of manga. The art is weird. It's very kind Weird of, good or weird bad? Weird. It's it's definitely... The, the artist has a style, but it's like... The, it's not drawn... It looks like it's not drawn fantastically well. Mm. But that actually adds to the creepiness. Horror is a weird one where sometimes not being particularly good can add to it because it adds to the otherworldliness Yeah, I mean, if you look at, like, like, Silent Hill, where all the voice acting is very stilted and inhuman, it's not right, but that actually works and makes it scarier. Silent Hill 1 is quite creepy, partially because of how weird and jank everything is. Yeah, and that works. And that, I'd say, in in Kyofu Kansen, this really, that's... What the artwork is doing, mm. and like I will spoil the first story, but there's like there's like I think there's nine different chapters, like nine different stories, mm. um, where basically it's it's a teacher who's um, she's it's the first day back after like the summer holidays for the kids, and like the kids are all about like eight years old or something yeah. like that. They're all it's all very sweet, very twee. Uh, all like all the kids really like this teacher. She loves all the kids and stuff. And there's like one one little girl who has like a bit of trouble socially, and she comes up to the doctor to the doctor to the um <laughs> the the teacher at the end of the day, and it's like, oh miss um. I'm sorry that I, d- I didn't have, like, you know, I didn't have this in until now, but I had a really good summer. Um, thank you, miss. I hope this is okay. And she's like, that's fine. That's okay. And she's like, okay, I'm going to go home now. And, you know, so the teacher sits down and reads this girl's, like, she has, like, a report of what she's done over summer because all, all the kids have handed those in, kind mm. of, you know. And it starts off and the teacher's just sat there reading and it's like, oh, yeah, no, like, I, I did this this summer and when, when it first started... Mummy the monster did this, and it's like goes into basically how her family are, are abusing her. Oh, and like beating her up and just being really fucking nasty, negligent, and physically abusive. And she like, she refers to her her mother and father as like that. Basically, adds this suffix of monster after their name. And so, uh, so pretty hefty content warning. Should you wish to read hefty this. content warning for this. Um. And it, it goes on, and like you just occasionally it'll like cause it'll show kind of um, what the teacher's mind's eye is showing her of like so it's like daddy was the biggest, so I had to be clever. I put poison in his coffee, and then he fell down, but he didn't die, so I had to stab him in the head. And it's like, and this woman's just like sitting there going, "Oh my fucking god!" Like she's sitting there going, "What do I do?" the fuck like she she finishes reading it. it's like oh yeah and then then i like i tricked my sister into chasing me into her room where she ran headlong through a noose and i kicked a cinder block out the window and like and you're like fuck and yeah the teacher's just losing her mind going 
is this is she, is she just is she just acting out did she, she, there's no way this kid killed the family what the fuck do i do so she goes to the the kid's home and she answers the door and she's like oh is is your mother and father in she's like no but you can come in and have tea. Uh, and she's like, nope. Uh, okay, because she's like, she's not sure if it's just a coincidence or she's like, and like she, like the little kids talking about how she had to push her father's body down the well because he's large and like if his mother, if, if her mother or sister saw him, they'd know something was up and she wouldn't be able to kill them. <laughs> so like you know, she's like at the doorstep looking at the fucking well and looking at the kid, and I'm like, this, this is tension. This is fucking creepy this is also very believable you can believe that like like the way the teacher's reacting is like i don't fucking know what's happening and this is awful what the hell Ah!" (laughs) it's really good and then like there's the the next one which is like a which is pretty gory because it's like this weird disease on a plane and it makes your head explode as 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 diseases are known to diseases do. Diseases are known to do. But yeah, it's like and like honestly, I thought they were basically doing what Fuan Notane wanted to do, but doing it spot on. Well, it sounds like they had like a story. Yeah. And, and and rather than just what if bathroom was scary. Yeah, it's just what if bathroom was scary. Look at the mirror. Scary face. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, so I can recommend that one. But pretty hefty content warning uh, for child abuse and stuff there. Yeah. And gore. Um, and yeah, like I, I watched a movie called Happy Death Day, which I, I've had apparently had like a ninety-seven percent match on Netflix, yeah. and I was like, "And you know that means fucking nothing." Yeah. But I'm like, okay, that's an interesting idea. Fuck it, sure, I'll watch something on while I'm working on commissions. And then I just didn't get any work done because I was like, "This is really good." <laughs> so Happy Death Day is about a piece shit person at college. Who she is just awful, and it's basically Groundhog Day, but the protagonist gets murdered at the end of every day. <laughs> and like she, she, you know, she remembers like because if you don't know what Groundhog Day is, it's a um, a movie with Bill Murray where one guy keeps waking up on the same day, and like everything keeps happening the same, and you know, like so he's like. The, the same song comes on the radio every morning. He looks out the window and it's the same truck turning the corner. And, you know, the same news. He, like, the same thing is happening. He's reliving the same day over and over again. And Happy Death Day is like that. But the protagonist, it always ends with her dying. Because <laughs> there's someone trying to kill her. It's basically <laughs> what if Groundhog Day was a self-aware 90s slasher. Yeah, there's a lot. There's, there's, but there's but none of that is bad no no it's good like you remember <laughs> not like, in a bad way you remember like scream self-awareness and how it had fun with the, the slasher genre it has a lot of that it is it is funny it is it's a, it's self-aware enough it's still a bit spooky and atmospheric it's got <laughs> some good kills and it's just like it's got it's got a good couple of like oh is it this person is it that person we just don't know uh and like, there's a nice twist on it as well, where um, it's a little bit of a spoiler, but not a massive one. Where so she gets like first night she gets stabbed to death, second one she gets like exploded or whatever, and it goes on. She like wakes up on like the eighth day and just collapses and wakes up in hospital. And it turns out that all of her injury, all the murders that's being done to her, 
is basically internal scarring, so it's making her weaker. So she's got to find out who's killing her a and out, stop them. Yeah, kind of a finite amount of time. There's a she finite can die. amount of time she can die before her body just gives up. And it's like, it is really entertaining. Because um, like I wasn't sure watching the preview because like it shows like when she first encounters the killer, there's like a happy like birthday to you like little wind up box. Like, yeah. in the middle of this tunnel and she's like very funny and she like basically like fat shames a bunch like another sorority and stuff mm. and it turns out like the sorority is a bit like boomer written like just at the very start and the way that it's like oh we're cappers we all skip breakfast and it's kind of a bit like uh, okay yeah, and like one of them's like, "Oh, is this gluten free?" It's like, "Yes, Cindy, it is, but also it's vegan." And you're like, oh. <laughs> "But then it doesn't really carry on with that." Thank Christ. But are the characters intended to be insufferable? They are. So, they are, so it's fine. But they, like nothing against vegans or people who have gluten intolerances or anything like that. But it's played up for they're only doing it because they're jerks. Yeah. So, but no, it's it's very entertaining. And it's just, yeah, it's good. And, like, the acting is good as well. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I can't recommend that. That was that was a fun, spooky slasher movie. It yeah. was good, yeah. Okay. Um, um, yeah, that's that's basically me. Okay, well, um, I mean, I guess then we can, uh, we should go on to the questions. Yes. Uh-huh. Holy shit, this, this one might actually end up as a short podcast. Why did you have to say that? Well, that was your mistake. All right, yes, questions. We have a number of questions. We have... What's the email address? Wibble it. It is only drawn mad at snipeandwib at gmail.com. Nice. Nice. <laughs> okay. First up, Saskia. Hello. Quick quick question for the podcast. I'm turning 19 next week. Which Happy is the, birthday? Which is the legal drinking age in Canada. Oh. Oh, I didn't know that. No, so. I didn't know that. It seems like an odd number. I knew it was younger than a know. lot of America, but... Yeah. 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 Um, so they're planning a celebration. So... Do you think it would be a good idea to go out, buy a bunch of alcohol, and binge the entire Codex compliance series while playing the Gavthorpe drinking game? <laughs> they, are, they, are, they are, of course, asking for a friend. Um, okay. Those, I, think, tell... I think the birthday and the alcohol are completely unrelated, and we should have no responsibilities, whatever we recommend. Yes. But I also yeah. did tell um, them that I'd ask you to say it so I don't get in trouble for saying anything. <laughs> Yes. I would say, don't do that. I'll say to your friend, don't do that, because <laughs> Jesus Christ, you will die. <laughs> also, I... advice for going out and getting pissed for the first time, stick to one alcohol. Stick to one type of alcohol. If you're drinking vodka, start with, stay with vodka. But Also, also don't that start vod- with vodka. <laughs> no, actually, don't start with vodka. No, I'm don't, don't. <laughs> listen to me about what to drink just yeah start with something a little nicer and also when you start feeling a little tipsy stop drinking for a little while because then you can have fun being a little tipsy because you don't want to be proper drunk drunk because it's horrible and that's where the vomiting and hangovers comes from yep also don't play the Gav Thorpe drinking game you'll die mm. and you we see, don't want you to die you see I've never actually because I mean what I think I can't remember how many there was like when we first started doing it. Cause I think like the Dark Eldar one was like the seventh episode or something, which is when we brought it in. Mm. Um, I think that was yeah, I'm sure it was that episode. Yeah, um, and I think he'd had like eight appearances at that point. So yeah, <laughs> if you had like if you had eight shots, yeah, fucked. If you had a sip of something, that'd be fine. Oh yeah, if you like, have you like could... if you have like a cider or a beer, and you're just like, oh, I'll have a sip. Then you just fine. don't take shots. 
fucking hell. Not even of water, because you can you can overdo it on water and make yourself <laughs> sick. So just... Mm. I wouldn't mind. Like, the, the Gav Thorpe thing, it's like... It wasn't like an intentional thing. It's just we kept noticing his name coming up. And ever since it's we made it... his a... fault. He's involved in literally everything. Oh, no. Pro- prolific guy. And he just happens to be really nice as well, yeah. Yeah, he's lovely. He puts up with our shit and the fact that every now and again people like tweet at him with nonsense about, about the, the, the Gav Thorpe drinking game. game yeah. And he's, he's not... Well, he's forgiven us for our crimes. So, yeah. <laughs> well, so thus far. Thus far. He's yeah. forgiven us for all of our crimes up to this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he just—he's so prolific that we go. Okay, let's let's do this codex next. And of course, Gav Thorpe's co-written, and it's got nothing to do with the fact that he's written it. It's just we open it up and go. It's another Gav Thorpe one. Yeah, like yeah. we don't mean this to happen. It we're just not keeps like we're happening. not like just going out of our way, but it's just yeah. Again, he is just so prolific. So also drink, drink safely. Yeah, don't yes, don't die. And found some, and happy found some friends to bring along as well. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. Is. Have a pizza. Yes, yeah, find your friend. Bring some friends around and watch our videos. Actually, get them all to watch it individually. individually so yeah, we get, plus, yeah. we get so we get diff- better analytics and also make them like each one. Yeah, yeah. and more ad revenue. More yeah, ad there, revenue. We, there we go. There we go. Officially, I have to state that as a joke. And, po- and post a comment every time you take a, oh, take a sip. <laughs> Up your patron donation. <laughs> donation by one dollar every time you drink. <laughs> Okay, maybe not. <laughs> happy no, but... birthday, Saskia. Please don't yes, drink ha- too much. Happy birthday. Don't don't listen to us. Don't listen to Wib. He's terrible. <laughs> so we've all come through it and gone off the other side at the at the gig that we took out, the Toke gig. We were sat there drinking tea. We're like, well, there is a bar, but, you know, we've got a cup of tea. What more do we want? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy it where it lasts, then you'll get old and not be bothered again. Yeah. Yep. Next up, Ben Sib. This is an art question. Oh, because you two are both artists. Yeah. I mean, legally, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, I am told that I have to declare so in court. I've been known to push the pain around. <laughs> so there's two questions, but they're very similar. Um, both involving they, so they have a Wacom drawing tablet thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, they're asking what drawing software do you, you use, and what drawing shof- software should they use to use Ooh, this uh... tablet with. It depends if you're on a budget or not. Now, um, I, you, Wib and I both use um, Adobe Creative Cloud, like Photoshop Creative Cloud, uh, re- referred to as Photoshop CC quite a lot. That's a monthly subscription. Uh, it is on the pricier side. Photoshop Cunty Capitalist Edition. <laughs> you're not wrong, dude. Um, that is kept up to date and stuff. Uh, it's good for line art. That's what I use my line art in. I've recently acquired Coral Painter 2019, which I think is about £300. You got it from Humble Bundle. I got it from like... Humble Bundle for like 20 quid, including like a bunch of brushes for it. But Which honestly, it seems like a fantastic program to use for colouring. Um... However, if you're on a budget, uh, Krita is apparently quite good. K-R-I-T-A. It takes a lot from... Um, uh, it, it takes the UI a lot from... Uh, is it Paint Tool Sci, I think? I've, all, I've heard a lot of people enjoy Paint Tool Sci as well uh, for, for, for digital art programs. Mm. I've never been able to get on with, with Sci or, or Krita because I, I cut my teeth uh, art program-wise on Photoshop CS2 because I'm fucking old as, as, as sin. And quite a lot of them do have, not demos, but like really heavily cut down versions of them you can yeah, use or like, for well, a bit. Yeah, where you can you can 
basically have like a 14 day trial or something so you can do that if you know if you want to mm. have try out some programs i'd say literally just shop around look for look for what you find comfortable also the thing with paint tool sci and photoshop is because they are so they're such large um largely used programs is the fact that you'll be able to find brushes and third party like um plugins and brushes for them quite easily so that that's another bonus on that but yeah just have a look around like see what you feel comfortable with what what things you like what you prefer and what suits your particular style of creating also um ha- I, 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 having a wacom tablet to begin with as much as like i i don't like saying this brand is a good is good brand wacom, but wacom but tablets Wacoms, are fantastic we've had a few of them over the years they've always um, done they've always been workhorses they've always yeah, done beautiful we've stuff. we've worked them all until they died um from overuse uh, or just the drivers becoming so old from yeah. <laughs> from being a machine. Yeah, we're, we're you yeah. currently using a Wacom Intuos. Uh, I've never known how you're supposed to pronounce it. I Intuos? don't know either. Intuos, Intuos? whatever no. it is, that, it's that, very good. That's what Bensive has. Yeah, that, that it's honestly, it's a really good little tablet. It's solid. I mean, the only thing that because we used to have a Wacom Bamboo, and the best thing about that was you could turn your pen over and have a rubber on, like say, if you were on a pencil, like using a pencil where the eraser would be. Yeah, and it would swap over to the eraser tool. The Intuos doesn't have that, so every time I just kind of flip it around and just go. Ugh. Yeah, that was a really. And then nice, have to press yeah. E with my filthy human <laughs> hands. Your flesh stub. My flesh nubbins, and it's terrible. <laughs> but yeah, I hope that was that was vaguely. Yeah, useful. I hope that was helpful. And keep at it. You're doing you're doing good. <laughs> and I hope you find a good one soon. Next up, Ave Imperator Midwin. Which song would you attribute to your favorite? I said that really weird. Attribute, attribute, <laughs> which bear attribute, attribute, attribute. I've said it too often. Which one's right? Attribute, attribute, attribute. <laughs> attribute. But you have attributes. Yes. You, don't, don't just look. I, th- I think you're getting stuck down yeah, a kind okay. of mental cul-de-sac. Yeah. Let's just, okay. let's just pull you out of there. Which song would you attribute to your favourite Warhammer 40k faction? So, for example, <gasps> Cornet- the immigrant song for Space Wolves. Yeah, good call. Yeah, right. Okay. Because it's fucking amazing. The two examples. So we've got Cornate factions. Obviously, Blood for the Blood God. Yep. By debauchery. Um, their, their, um, their answer would be um, "We Drink Your Blood" by Power Wolf. For the Blood Angels. Ah, oh, Power Wolf. Mm. <laughs> nice one. So, yeah, do you guys have any suggestions? You already have a very good answer. I mean, yeah, that, that's a good one. Um, you see, I don't know if I could pin down to an exact so- an exact song, but I... Um... That's not my name by Goldfrap for the Alpha Legion. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I, go, I, I think more... I, I tend to go more for less, like, implicit meaning of the song and more for like the feeling of the song so i think like orcs i feel very kind of like street punk or oh, they're they're fucking they're like crossed punk no 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 not that far no i'm th- I, I think like you know the the proper like oi stuff oh yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah fair enough and then there's like the goths that are very very um scar punk no well no <laughs> the go- the goths are i'm just thinking black and white chicks. the goths are very militant Oh, okay, yeah, no, never mind. So they they would not be they would not be Scarboys, I'm afraid. I would say for the Raven Guard, Chris Isaac, Wicked Game, because <laughs> it's just standing around being sad to guitar. 
Um, but yeah, uh, I, there's one particular song that I very much associate with Orcs, but I can't say it because it's a spoiler for something we might do next year. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, um, I can't. I, I can't really think of many others. Like Dark Eldar would be like, what's that? Oh, what's that genre where it's just a bunch of like weird effects and they usually have like theremins and stuff and it's more kind of atmospheric like there's a the youtube channel that does music like that called cryo chamber which is really good which is just very very atmospheric well, like kind, kind of, of dark ambience dark ambience yeah that but with the occasional like i don't know sampling of someone like having sex or something <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> and just noise yeah. just yeah basically yes we can the song, that song from fucking Guitar Hero that is horrifically shit in every fucking way. Yeah. That's the Dark Eldar song. Okay. Because <laughs> it's awful. <coughs> and so noisy. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Uh, Have you got any for, like, Tau, Matt? Uh, well, I mean, I was just going with the question, which... Uh, which oh, no, it did say 40k faction. I, was, I read it as... Um, because both of the examples were um, chapters. I, in my head, I read chapter, not faction. Nah. Yeah. Um, so I was just going with um, I think Imperial Fists would go well with the Prophets of Raid song because because the, the, um, the Ooh, Fist logo yeah. matches quite nicely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Tao. Ooh, what would Tao listen to? Oh, it'd be. I I, I feel like they just sit around in their. Um... Yeah, I mean they 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 they'd listen they'd listen to J-pop like all the time. They'd listen Either to that. Bandmade. <laughs> Or like, oh, what was the other one? They'd be, they'd be into their Hatsune Miku. <laughs> yeah, they're just like the Levy and Polka, like ten hour mix. <laughs> you see, I was thinking more about the actual music that has been made with, uh, with Miku, with Hatsune Miku, with Hatsune Miku. I wish you could remember it. There was like an album that I found a while ago. It was actually pretty decent. Um, but yeah, they, they they didn't have a singer at that point, so they, so they just, just had Miku. they just vocaloided it, and yeah. it was pretty decent. <laughs> yeah. No, my my towels sit around listening to Maximum the Hormone. <gasps> yes, that's why the, <laughs> there's, no, oh. there's no connection there apart from that I wanted to mention that band again. <laughs> okay, so uh, I was in Aldi today buying quinoa, and I was listening to Maximum the Hormone, and it was the most epic fucking shit I've ever been through. It was amazing. I have never felt more like a badass putting this fucking shit in my trolley. I was just like, yeah. I think that is the only time yeah. anyone has ever been pumped about quinoa. Yeah, yeah. really. I think it's healthy, so I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can eat it. But my honest opinion about what Tao would listen to would go much better with your quinoa purchasing. Is that I'm fairly sure they sit in the back of their devil fishers listening to elevator music, like or Enya, or possibly Enya. Yeah, they just listen to Enya all day. No, no, Eldar listen to Enya because they're so fucking snooty. Yeah, possibly, and better than everyone else. Like, yeah, we like Enya. <laughs> it's well good. And um, noise marines uh, would, of course, listen to every piece of music at the same time. All of it <laughs> yeah, at the same every time. Every single one. Yeah. No, they listen to Aphex Twin, which is basically like listening to all types of music at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since I've thought about Aphex Twin. Yeah, did it make you happy? They were f- fine. They were, I'm, not, Honestly, I'm not jumping on your bandwagon of hate, hating Aphex Twin. <laughs> I'm not asking anyone to. I'm just like, I knew a guy at school. He was like the only person I knew who listened to Aphex Twin. And he was like, oh yeah, you just don't get it. Okay, well that's bullshit. Yeah, okay. You don't get Aphex Twin. If you don't, it's like, if you don't look behind the veil 
at the message they're sending. He, you aren't smart enough. You don't to understand. understand. You don't understand. He will eat your soul. Yeah, and scream at old ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like so. I kind of like that's my my jokey scream. No. Yeah. Okay. Fair. But enough. yeah, interesting question. Thank you. Um, they they have a, a PS. If you if you ever sell sell some merch, please can you make a shirt with Chibi Snipe on it with antlers. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's tempting I want that shirt myself yeah. funnily enough connecting to the other thing uh, if we ever do shirts the uh, the the idea to do do with them is to make them all fake band shirts oh yeah like a codex compliant like a proper like like a metal shirt yeah like they full just have on codex compliant but like full full like bundle of sticks from the woods yeah like you can barely read it yeah like title <laughs> um, and then a distinctly this, this, copyright should... copyright um like like distinctly different for copyright reasons, a uh, monster on it I think that looks it a little the, like a demon. It should be the take a shot tour. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that would be cool. I would like to be a little chibi with antlers. Yeah, I mean that's basically what you are. Yeah, I mean like um, Longfang uh, commissioned uh, one of our mods, Incredible Hibby. To draw a cute chibi-fied version of me with antlers, and it's the best thing in the world, quite frankly. <laughs> That's his like donation notification is like me popping up in the corner with my antlers. <laughs> it's awesome. Okay. Uh, very last question. Okay. Octavian C thirty six. Oh, that sounds like a planet has messaged us. Like, the entirety <laughs> of a planet. Yeah. I was about to say, I think I've been there in Elite Dangerous. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Very cool. And a little bit unsettling. If I were to put you in a D&D game as a monster, what kind of monster would you want to be? Leshen. Leshen. A Leshen for what you don't for, for anyone who doesn't know is a uh, a witcher monster, which is this gigantic fucking like humanoid looking creature that is made out of like bones and gnarled branches. Its face is a gigantic stag skull. And it commands the forest. How would you run that in D and D, though? A Tarask. It would <laughs> not be a Tarask. No. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I'd, I'd probably just be like a big, scary bear with with antlers. I, I, if, I, if you could make me a werewolf with antlers, that would be super cool. Just just a werewolf who like had had basically, an accident one day where they just they were eating a stag and then someone like bumped into them and then they, they just have antlers permanently in their head. You just want to be Vicar Amelia. I want to be Vicar Amelia. <laughs> you see, I don't know why, but when they said that, my only my instant thought was Goblin. I, I want to look like a, I want to be a very dour warforged. <laughs> <laughs> That's because, like, like on, in D and D, like online, you played as a warforged and would lie on tables. <laughs> yeah, I play when D and D online came out years and years ago. Uh, I, I I played it very briefly on like the free trial account where you could only get up to like a certain level. Mm. Um, but I didn't really have anyone else to play with, um, so I played for a little bit. And I played, I picked a warforged because I was just like, oh, that seems fun. I've never cool. heard of them before at the time. 
Um, and then I just went into the bar and then would find a bunch of people talking to each other at a table and then go and just lie down on the table and not say anything. <laughs> That's actually how we met. <laughs> yeah. I was just sat there at a table having a cigarette because that's when I smoked and you could smoke in bars. As Wib just comes in, climbs up and just lies face down on the table. And I'm like, oh. So I put my ashtray on his back and continued. My one defining memory of um, Dungeons & Dragons Online was that there was the command slash LFH which oh, was looking for, looking for ham. <laughs> and oh. then your character would look around while a little speech bubble that had a picture of a ham in it was there. Um, well, that's the <laughs> well, best. I mean... And I, I don't know why that was a thing, but I am grateful so, yeah, it was. Dower Warforged in Search of Ham, Vicar Amelia, <laughs> and Drama Matt, what about you? I kind of want to be an owlbear. I get that. I get that. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I'd be a monster. I feel like I'd be a bit more cuddly. But you'd be a sweet owlbear. But I, I, I can see myself as an owlbear. <gasps> and a French owlbear called Albert. Albert <laughs> the owlbear. <laughs> and you could be the fifth musketeer. Same oh, bunny day. Uh. <laughs> I will also say I'm totally okay with being a goblin too. Oh yeah. Because I, I am oh, yeah, a disgusting you, little yeah. goblin. I am. I am. I am a gobo core. I, th- I, th- I think we are all. We are all goblins. We at are the end all, of the day, I am. Such a goblin. We are all dressed as goblins. <laughs> dressed as goblin. Dressed as goblin. Dressed as. If if anyone's ever bored, uh, go look up a band called Necro Goblicon. Um, yeah, the lead they're... singer John Goblicon. He is not the lead singer. He's their manager. He should be the lead singer. <laughs> yeah. Also, I like. I just like keep. I, I keep saying that because you keep correcting me with such a snooty. Actually, John Goblicon is their manager, which I need tattooed on my face. <laughs> See, I just assumed it was like that thing that you've been doing for the last couple of months where every single time we, we've had like a, an email to send off and you've said, you will out of nowhere say, oh, I'm going to change the names here just for the sake of argument. So you'll say, oh, you, you need to send an email to James and I'll go, I don't know what you're talking about. And you'll go, for the thing. And then you'd explain what it is. And, and then you'd go, go, oh, no, you mean Bill. Yeah, like... And this went on for like a month, solid, <laughs> where every other day you'd say the wrong name. I remember, I'd like towards the end, I'd be like, oh yeah, about that thing with... And I'd look at you and you'd start be like, being like, like, don't say it. And I'm like, I want to say James. And you're like, it's Bill! <laughs> that was two months of our life. Um, cool. Okay, well, that was that was a lot of fun. <laughs> I do like these oh. more slightly out of their questions. They're good fun. They are a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down for it. I, it's I'm, like you know, if we ever get like a a thing, it's like snipe, web, and drama, Matt. Please describe the circumference of your teeth. I'll be like, oh, I'm so glad you asked. I have a um, notebook dedicated to it. Ah. The teeth have a circumference. Yes. No, I don't want to talk about this because then I think I mean, about I how you you'd measure it, and then you'd have to measure it with like some sort string. of string. I know, but then you have to wrap string around your teeth, and that makes me want to vomit on the floor. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> maybe don't like deep throat the string, and it won't make you like oh, no, induce your gag no, reflex. No, I'm not recording anymore. I'm pressing stop. You know what's? I'm pressing okay, stop. okay, okay, okay. I have one more thing to say. Okay. Is it about teeth? It's about teeth. Okay. No, it's not. It's about hair. Yeah, that's worse. The other day... Did you fucking mention Susan Hefferty? 
No, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't going to. I was gonna say I was walking through town the other day, and I realised that one of my hairs had dislodged itself from my head no, and worse. stuck between my bottom eye teeth. Good. And I kept like messing with my teeth, like, and I couldn't get it out. It was the worst involuntary flossing session I've ever had. Okay. Also, very important to bring up on podcast. <laughs> yeah, very important podcast. Thoroughly. Like, Drama Master's sitting there, like, literally planning how he's going to kill me. It's okay, because now, uh, since this has been a much shorter than normal podcast, now we're just going to add a little extended bit on the end. Where, where... Drama Master threatens to kill me for 20 minutes. <laughs> where we just talk about our various experiences with our teeth for a while, whilst Matt <laughs> slowly cringes himself into a small He's going to look like a tiny drummer prune. Yes. <laughs> oh, a drummer prune. And the elderly will continue to be obsessed with him. Keeps you regular, keeps that beat regular. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have I ruined your fucking life? You're just, you're just like literally curling up into a drummer, drummer prune. You're right there, man. Oh, oh shit, I've fucking done it. I finally killed him. Oh no. Of all the things that have happened in this podcast, and just calling Matt a prune no, no, no. was enough Referring to break Referring to him. him as the drummer prune. <laughs> well, whilst Matt is slowly dying in the corner, I guess we should use that opportunity to say thank you very much for listening to this somewhat more aimless than usual edition of the Masanta Pod. We hope you enjoyed it. And again, if you want to send questions in for the next one, send it in to the email address of onlydrawnmat at snipingwhip at gmail.com. Uh, and the address the, uh, is in the description yeah. because we know that it is a hellish address. And the drummer prune will... Uh, respond. Will respond, yeah. Uh, Matt, are you there? Are you dead? <coughs> He's dead. I think I'm Okay. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I was desperately trying to think of what noise prunes make, but it didn't help. I don't think prunes make noises. As a rule, and I think if they do, you should probably be a a little bit concerned. Okay, I'm going to say goodbye, and I'm going to hit stop on the recording. (laughs) So, uh, goodbye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye.